Howdy, bubs. I'm your host, Andrew Kemp, a washed-up baseball player who loves a good conversation with his friends and loves to hear himself talk. This is Kemp Talk. Howdy, everybody. Uh, today's conversation is is kind of near and dear to my heart. We're going to be talking a little bit about baseball, and we're going to be mainly talking about why I think that we're going to have an MLB baseball season this year. Today on the show, we actually have the uh, father himself, Mr. Mark Daniel Kemp. Uh, better known as Danny. Yep. You guys uh, may remember me from episode one. I sort of popped my head in and... Uh, I don't even remember what I said, but probably neither do any of you because you didn't make it all the way through episode one. That's that's totally understandable. Episode one was uh, a little experimental for us here at uh, Kemp Talk, but uh, a, l- a little background why this is why this is so passionate and uh, and why we really want to talk about this is that uh, baseball is our favorite sport. Uh, I I made it through through college baseball playing. Um, and I mean, we're lifelong fans. We we are your definition of, of diehards. We're gonna ride or die with this sport. If I was alive back in '94, I'd have still been a fan after the strike. I know baseball lost a lot there, and uh, it's kind of what they're trying to avoid right now. They they still want a season for the most part, and uh, we're gonna take a, a deep dive into it. Um, so so for starters, for for the casual fan that haven't really been keeping up with it, baseball started spring training and then COVID hit kind of put a halt to that so baseball has not played a single game uh, of their regular season all year and now that things are opening back up we're kind of looking to get back to some normalcy playing games without fans now the big question is how many games do we play because we're already here in June baseball season starts usually late March early April so we're cutting out a lot of games we already know that um and without any fans, how do we divvy up money now? So the the very first proposal from MLB was uh, the owners to the MLBPA, I believe it was an 82-game season, where, so that right there already cuts players' salaries in half. So basically, we normally play 162 games. Yep. Uh, so that's, that's cutting the season basically in half uh, with, with one extra game. Which obviously cuts salaries in half. Correct. Um, and I don't think a lot of people like to have their salary cut in half. No. Um, I think the other the other big thing of that of that proposed plan was that they were also trying to do a 50-50 revenue split with teams, which would then cut uh, the players already in half salary by another thirty three percent. You add taxes into that. Players are making about ten to eleven percent of their actual salary. And why, why this is such a big deal, a lot of people are complaining about the players like wanting their money. One, they, they haven't said anything about the owners because the owners want their money too. That's why they're trying to propose this thing. They're going to be losing money. Players know that they're going to be losing money. It's not going to be the same. However, players are making millions and millions of dollars. You have, this last offseason was historical for free agency. Garrett Cole had 324 uh 324 million dollars guaranteed to him. Anthony Rendon, 245 million. Same with Steven Strasburg. Zach Wheeler had 118, and the list goes on and on of just absurd numbers uh, of millions of dollars. Like this is honestly never something that I have never seen in, in my life as a free agency. What about you? 
No, I mean, definitely the the free agent numbers that came out this year and led by Garrett Cole and, and you know, people, people are going to say, like, anytime the Yankees are involved, that's going to automatically jump up free agency for that season. It tends to be true. I mean, when the Yankees see what they want, they're going to go pay to get it. So that's that probably lends itself to – and, you know, plus, like, the contracts just get bigger and bigger and bigger, right? Right. But we also have to think about those guys – it's not just the guys that have the big contracts, right? right? This this also affects guys who, uh, young guys, uh, look at a lot of the Yankees, you know, like a guy like Glaber Torres, who's probably like uh, a 375 guy. Yeah, Aaron Judge uh, still hasn't even made a full contract Aaron yet. Judge still hasn't made a full contract. I mean, these guys are superstars in the game, and they're not making the big bucks that these large contracts are. So it's not, I mean, I, I get it, you know, uh, people are all upset that, these guys are are upset about losing money whenever they make all these millions, but it's not just those guys. It's a there's a lot of guys that are losing money on this deal. Yeah, and not only that, you got to think about the human aspect of this, right? Take take that guy that he just made the big league club. He's expecting a full paycheck. Maybe he just had uh just got married, has a baby on the way. They just bought their first house. They need his first paycheck to put that down payment on. COVID hits. Guess what? He, he hasn't gotten a full paycheck yet. He, he hasn't been able to play any games. He hasn't been able to get what he signed for as a big league contract. He, whether it's the $500,000 that he signed for, either way, if you are planning to use that money to buy a house and you have it in good faith until we hit a pandemic, that's going to affect anybody. It doesn't matter who you are. And, and then you also got to think of, of guys that live in high-end areas that still aren't getting paid their full rate. So Noah Syndergaard uh, put out a tweet saying that right before season, he signed a lease in to, to live in New York. Very, very high real estate there. He's paying, I believe it was $50,000 a month for the lease, right? Pretty extravagant, but you also got to think, like, this guy also needs security there in New York. New York is very, um, it's a very big city, for one. It costs a lot to live there. And then you also have, like, two polar opposite teams there in new york you're either a yankee fan or you're a mets fan and if you're i said that right right yeah okay if you're a yankee fan you probably don't like north Syndergaard that much especially if he comes in a subway series you're not going to try to put that guy out of that area and where he has to live in the bronx like he's not going to live in the bronx for a cheaper rate because he's not getting paid right it it just doesn't make sense like these guys are are high profiles they're going to get recognized so they have to have a little bit more seclusion so that's why they pay a little bit more for a place which is why their contracts are a little bit bigger as well i mean you don't expect uh movie stars to not get fully paid for their movie just because they couldn't film for a month or take your job for instance whatever you're doing take whatever you're making now and only expect to make nine percent at the same time, nobody nobody here is trying to minimize the impact that COVID has had on the normal man. I mean, uh, that's uh, that's also terrible. Small businesses um, and and anybody who uh, depends on going to work to get a paycheck every day that wasn't able to go to work or hasn't been able to go to work that's lost pay. We're not minimizing that at all. Uh, just just trying to call attention just focusing on baseball here and why we kind of think that uh, one uh, whether we think that it's fair uh, the pay splits or whatever uh, we just want to see some baseball 
Yeah. This is a baseball house. We uh, we actually have a countdown to win pitchers and catchers report. We're serious. Yeah, 100%. And then I, me playing through college and stuff, I, I have I have a very, very good friend who, who's in the minor league system right now. Um, and and it, it's tough because minor league is probably not going to have a season at all. And so, and, and that's a vast majority of of the population of, of baseball, right? You only see 750 big leaguers per, per team. That doesn't include every farm team that they have that aren't getting to play, that are really unsure. Are they going to get cut? Are they not going to get cut? Because these billion-dollar owners don't want to try to pay them. So that that's another big thing that's going around right now. Um, but today's focus is, is about the major league season and is it going to happen or not, right? So... We talked about that that first proposal. Uh, MLBPA then countered with a 114 game players season. association. By the way, yeah, MLB they, players, association. players association. It's a, it, it's their union um, because I, I think all all major sports are, are union. Yeah, workers. collective bargaining. Yeah, group. Yeah. So they 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 counter offer with 114 games, uh, all prorated, meaning. They get paid for what they play of their contract, right? So if you're playing 50% of the games, then you get paid 50% of your contract, right? But it's fully guaranteed money still. You pay for what you play, basically. Um, so then there would not be any revenue splits. Players are getting paid no matter what. Explain revenue splits. Uh, revenue splits are like money that the owners or MLB makes from the TV broadcasting to... Uh, ticket costs, concessions, like all the money that comes in during a game then gets split up between the owners and the players. Now, it isn't a direct split for each player. Um, what it means is that like that money goes into a pool and then they just divide it up. Uh, where the owner gets 50% of everything, no matter what. And usually you don't... I mean, some, some groups have... Well, I think the Dodgers probably have the most owners at six. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, there are some co-owners, but like most of this stuff goes to like one family. One like the family. Steinburners are one family. Uh -huh. um, now it's divided up between like two brothers, but yeah. They, I mean, you, either way, fifty percent of that is a ton of money. Like these these owners are making way more money than you could even imagine, and you never see it because it it hardly ever gets talked about because these these guys stay quiet. They're businessmen. They're not out there to try to hurt their business. Um, the ones you probably heard about the most are Steinbrenners. Probably. Most likely. Because uh, the boss was... Yeah, he well, was he was out there. He was out there. He was out there. But, but like, Hal, Hal isn't. Yeah, you know? no. Neither, neither the brothers and are. Hank are, wasn't. And yeah, they're not very out there, but at the same time, yeah, they kind of want to keep their money to themselves. You know, they've built this business. They're very good at what they do, and that's why they have all this money. Um, but... I think at this point it, it's it's a little time to give back. You know, one year is not going to kill you, is, is what I think. And if you can't afford to keep it for one year, sell your team. I I mean that that's pretty much where I'm at as a outside looking in, obviously. Yeah, I I mean I'm I'm the same way. Look, I just want to get to an agreement so we can see some baseball. That's ultimately what I'm after. As as far as the fairness of the deal. Um, when we're talking about fair, we're talking about fair at a different level, right? This is not the level that you and I see as fair. Uh, this is not my boss telling me that 
um, I'm I'm not only gonna have to take a a fifty percent pay cut on my base salary, but I'm also not gonna get any bonus, while he still gets bonused. Yeah, you know it's like that, right? I mean that that's kind of the comparison. That's not what it is, but it's it's just a higher level of that. So it it would basically be like them coming to me and saying, okay, we're gonna cut your salary by fifty percent this year, and by the way, uh, we're gonna get all get rid of all of your incentive pay but i'm still gonna get my incentive pay and and that's just uh that's that's a hard pill to swallow for anybody at any level i think right yeah i think that that very first offer was really weird a real big slap in the face honestly just because we know how much we have a pretty good idea of what what these owners make every year right now they're not going to open up their books um NFL usually doesn't. I think the only team that ever has opened up their books is the Packers, but they don't have a state owner. To. Yeah, exactly. They, they have to. They're, they're publicly traded. Exactly. So. Um, and, and still, no other NFL team is going to do it either. I mean, it, it is what it is. Uh, you're never actually going to figure out how much these guys make, but just know it's a big number. Um, By the way, can, can you name the richest owner in Major League Baseball? And, and the names escape me right now, but I'll have it here in just a second. Uh, like who makes the most or who is Who's, worth who, the most? Who has the most money? Oh, goodness gracious. Uh, I don't know a lot of the owners, though. That's the thing. So yeah. I'm going to go based off team. If I, you just give me the team, I'll, I'll give it to you. Um, part of me wants to say one team, but I don't think it's right. Um, It'll probably surprise you, honestly. Oh, okay. So never mind. Not that. Uh, Angels? Yeah. Really? Uh, Washington Nationals. <laughs> the, <laughs> the team oh that doesn't my, want to pay anybody. The team that doesn't want to... So, a little bit about the about the Nationals. Uh, they just came out and said that they're not playing their minor leaguers anymore. So, the players on the big league roster, guys like Steven Strasburg, who just made $245 million on a contract, um, they're pulling together money to give to their minor leaguers because the owner won't. And quite honestly, like that right there, like me as a player, as a, as a big league player, I would 100% do it. Don't get me wrong. But it would also like really upset me. It's just, why am I having to take care of our guys? Like I want to, don't get me wrong. Like if I was a big league player, like Sinchu Chu uh, did it for the for the Rangers. He was donating $1,000 to every minor leaguer. David Price David just, just pulled out a big check for the... Yeah. For the minor like, leaguers and the Dodgers system, like these guys that sign big contracts, they can afford to, and, and for the most part, they want to as well. They want to help hey, out and, and the respect guys because they those know guys. respect to those because guys they, for doing they, that. They know the grind. Like it <laughs> seriously is a grind that's to be a major league baseball player. The that's something else that we as normal people don't take into account is the grind to become a major league baseball player. Right. I mean, you're talking about uh, making peanuts. In their minor leagues, getting paid per game, uh, traveling by bus to to different places. I mean, having to share having to share rooms or live in an attic in a minor league. Like, there are six guys in one house. One guy's got to sleep in an attic. And and guess what? They do it because they love this game. They know what kind of benefits it can come out of it. And you know, and most of those guys never make the big contract. Mm-hmm. You know. A lot of these guys are doing it straight out of high school. Like, they're going in right. and they're top dog in high school. 
they get drafted first overall or, or in the first top 10 rounds, right? You think that big signing contract is a lot, but you got to cut that thing in half because of taxes, for one. Mm-hmm. You enter into a different tax bracket, but you also don't want to just go out and spend that thing because guess what? You're going to be grinding for the next five, six, seven, eight years to possibly not even make it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's it, it's absolutely astonishing. I did a lot of research uh, before Andrew was going into high school to look and see like what the number would need to be as far as a signing bonus uh, for him to forego college and play uh, professional baseball. And based on the number of years that a player, I'm talking a good player who's going to get called up to the bigs. Uh, take a, um, his name is escaping me right now. He hit me in the arm with a foul ball. Joey Gallo. Joey Gallo. He spent a long time in the, in the minors. Mm-hmm. You know, what What was he, like six, seven years in the minors? I think so, or Aaron Judge. Or Aaron Judge. He was 25 when he got called up. So whenever I whenever I looked at this these numbers, and this was back in like 2010, I guess, um, I, I figured out that uh, Andrew would have to get like a $2.5 million signing bonus before I would recommend that he forego college. And I think you, I don't think you get that outside of the top three rounds. No, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think out of the top round. It, yeah, it might, do you it get, might be. Do you get millions? Right. right. So. Um, now, granted, if I was drafted top ten rounds, I'm going. I don't. I, I'm going. I wouldn't have recommended he go though. He wouldn't have recommended, but I was going. Now, was I drafted top ten rounds? No. Was <laughs> I drafted at all? This is why I'm talking to you now. Hey, the minor <laughs> leagues may have not been as much of a shit show as uh. As <laughs> NAIA baseball. baseball. <laughs> yeah, talk about a grind, man. Talk about a grind. We'll get into that on another day. But yeah, it's it's a grind. These guys are also playing every day and mm-hmm. and traveling and doing all the things that the major league baseball players are doing. They're they're living in towns and they don't know what town they're living in next. Correct. Could because get, you could get traded the next day. You could get called up. You could exactly. get called down. Exactly. Uh, you could you could get injured and sent home. Like you, you're also away from your families too for for so long. And again, and, these guys get paid per game. They're not contracted. So you get hurt and you get sent home. You're done, and you're not getting paid. And all this baseball talk. You know what sounds really good right now? Well, a beer. Yeah. You know what kind of beer I'm thinking? Oh, man. You know, I think we should probably go with the light reps from Whitestone Brewery. That's exactly what I was thinking. I mean, it's a beer from my favorite brewery. It's 90 calories a pint. So crisp and refreshing. Lightly hoppy. Delicious beer for summer. Just like baseball. Just like baseball. Think we got any? Let me see. Here's your light reps. I oh, appreciate Cheers. it. Cheers. Oh, that's a... That's uh, a baseball beer. Yeah, so go, going back to the grind, it's just... It's it's a toll, honestly. Like, physically, baseball is one of the most... Tax, like, football football's taxing because you're getting hit and you're button heads day in and day out baseball you're you're messing with muscles that and tendons that you're not used to on a regular basis you know how many people know what a labrum is until you tear it you really don't know what i do i paid for one yeah he paid for mine i mean there are so many things that go into it um honestly football hasn't really been involved until this last year with tommy john because ben roethlisberger just had it but that's a common baseball injury way more common than it should be but it's a common baseball injury that you just the regular person does not see because of the way we play the game you know constant hit
hip thing, constant knee injuries with catchers, ankles, this, that, the other. It, it's it's a grind to play 162 games a year. It doesn't matter what position you play, unless you're a DH, honestly. Okay, I take that back. DH would probably be the easiest, but still, like, swing-wise, you're if you tear a hip or take Aaron Judge, who's been out with an oblique for most of last year, you can't swing a bat, an oblique, something that most people don't tear. You know? one, one of our one of our coaches from our AU team uh, basically tweaked his back yesterday hitting fungo. Yeah, he was trying to get back in the swing of things, and ah, back's a little sore today. It happens. Yeah, and, and you got to think these guys are doing it for day in and day out for six months straight. Not only that, they're hopping on planes, or for the minor league guys, they're hopping on buses or or vans, and then they got to go sleep in two star hotels and eat whatever is affordable for them which i've heard sometimes it's all right you're getting 20 mcchicken nuggets congratulations you're a professional baseball player you know and so like diet diets are are out of it because you're not going to be a major league baseball player who has a strict diet right you're you got to grind but stay healthy stay fit and then keep your sanity too because i mean it's rough there's very little time for fun because if you're not playing you're practicing if you're not practicing you're probably sleeping i think that people people don't even get that that like unless you're a division one college baseball player or you're a major league baseball player you don't have a nutritionist you don't you don't get the strict diet that you should really get to uh keep your body in peak performance uh you're you're out there on a per diem You've probably got like six bucks a meal to spend. You're eating fast food. You're eating fast food. So it's, I mean, everything about it is just a grind, and it's, and it's literally hell. Except for you, you get to go on. You you get to put on your spikes every day and step on the field. And yeah, and for that, and, I mean, and a I, lot and of that's us. That's the other thing, it. right? I mean, every everybody has has their own job, right? When whether you you like your career or not these guys love it honestly and 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 the thing is is they work hard enough and they get the right opportunity it could have a big big payout right like if you're working in sales and you're grinding and grinding and grinding eventually it, it might pay out for you if you do the if you take the right steps and get the right opportunities i mean and that's what these guys are going for they're going for a dream I, as a little kid everybody wants to wants to get paid big bucks play for their favorite team on their favorite sport or be in a movie or a TV show or they want to do something that like they see on a regular basis right nobody dreams to go sit behind a desk and work all day at, at least uh, not no, that I, I know was, of when I was six years old I wanted to be a software product manager yeah, that's oh no I don't think software product managers existed when I was six exactly. years old I mean the, the dream is if you're, a, if you're a little boy playing baseball the dream is to play baseball for the rest of your life and these guys have the opportunity to do it, and they're gonna do their best to do it. But it is not fun at the same time. Um, I wanted to be Joe DiMaggio. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't? I mean, he played for the Yankees. Yep. Marilyn Monroe. I yep. mean, you know, who wouldn't want to be Joe DiMaggio? I don't know. I, I could pick a different player, but <laughs> I'd rather be Derek Jeter. <laughs> Well, you know, they have to buy baskets. Same, same. <laughs> That's a good one. All right. Uh, yeah, but so uh, 
so that's great they grind they burned it all that good stuff back to the proposals so the uh the the um the owners came up with a shit proposal yep uh i think that we can all agree that that wasn't fair well maybe we can't all agree you and i can agree we can we can agree fair. that like it, it wasn't a fair it wasn't a fair proposal no could the players have taken it and and made a, a lot of people happy yes but would I have taken it? No, not at all. Wouldn't have done it. Even even if I was making three hundred twenty-four million dollars with from the next nine years, I'm not taking that deal because hey, there's still a lot of risk. If I go well, out, that's game the one, other thing. That's yeah, the other thing. It's, is a, risk, it's an injury right? risk, right? What's well, an injury risk? I mean, there's there's still potentially a COVID risk. Mm-hmm. You know, there's still risk involved uh, with uh, with playing. Yep. And so if you're playing. For a lot less, yeah, you're you're putting your your health and maybe even your family's health at at risk for what? Yeah, exactly. For peanuts, right? Uh, comparatively, of course. But some guys, some guys are actually making peanuts. You know, if they're if they're on that very minimum minimum salary, I mean, you get cut by a lot. And it, it, I mean, I I think that most of us would not look at like a three hundred thousand dollar a year job and go, oh yeah, he's making peanuts. No, but, but, but if whenever you, you, you but, cut it, you cut it to where he's making ten percent of that. Yeah, I mean now he's making thirty grand a year, and uh, and again, those guys in in that situation, they don't know if they're going to get traded to New York. Right, now I got to move to New York. I got to get an apartment in New York. Yeah, how can I do that? I got to move to L.A. Yep, it's tough. I mean, that's uprooting a, a family too. Yeah, right. Unless you stay in like a hometown, you know. Um. But then your family's just like, I, when can we see him? Can't do this. You can't go to the games anymore because we're not playing with fans this year. I think that's across the board. We know that much. Um, and so that now it's like, all right, which which team is he going to be on today? And, and it's uh, it's just tolling. Like honestly, the the mental side of it is probably the biggest thing. Um. So first one we know not a good one. The second one, though, the one that the PA proposed to the owners i didn't think was bad but i could see why the owners didn't want to do it so, so what was that one? it's 114 games fully prorated so they're making they're getting they're, paid, they're for, getting 114. paid for, for 114 games so it's less than their actual contract um but I, what i really liked about it is that the mlbpa put in an option there to have the payments deferred over the next i think two or three years meaning that if they couldn't pay them this year they would de- divide up the money and then add it to their contracts or to their salaries for the next two to three years. So if you only wanted to pay Garrett Cole this year, played 114 games, right? Um, so of his 36 million that he was going to make this year, you cut that down to like 24 million. Okay, you want to pay him 12 million this year, and then add six million to next year's contract or next year's salary, and then another six million to the year after that. So he's still getting paid his 24 million. He's getting paid 12 this year an extra six the next and an extra six the next um i i think was honestly a great idea because if, if you look at the baseball numbers in revenue and um how much teams are, are gaining the last three years have been historical for the amount of money major league baseball has made it keeps going up because honestly like we're getting a lot of offense uh with the expansion of the wild card um you're getting more tv money 
you're getting more fans in your stadiums you're making a lot more money now like the the fan base is growing which is something baseball is not used to especially since 94 we have not seen this kind of increase so you've been going up and up and up the last three years especially then you're gonna hit this and i i think the owners are thinking oh my goodness we're never going to financially recover from this. But I think it's the exact opposite. <laughs> did you yeah. just bust out of Joe Exotic? I kind of did, right? You did. I mean, yeah. it, it, it really is. Carol I think the, owner, the owners are like really freaking out about this. But they got to realize, if they play this right, and they take the right things to continue to progress and get those TV deals and just honestly make the players marketable, they'll make even more money, but they still haven't figured that one out yet. Um, but if you do that, your, your numbers are still going to increase. You're going to make that money back. And that's something that, like, these guys really don't understand. And I don't know I don't know if it's, like, they're too business-oriented on this year and what this, what this pandemic has done for their financials in this short time that they can't think long-term right now, which, which is kind of mind-boggling to me to think that they can't think past the next six months which is really interesting because i think a lot of businesses are having to take the approach right now of you know what okay we know this year is a loss uh we're basically gonna write it off do what we can to survive and then uh plan to to come back strong in in the next few years right uh, small business owners i mean yeah if you if you look at that uh you know, I mean, we we've done our part to try to support small businesses in in our area, um, to to keep them afloat. But most of these places aren't making nearly the revenue mm-hmm. that they would normally be making. So, quick sidebar: go back to the first proposal. Imagine the small business owner paying his wait staff or his workers ten percent of what they make right now. Like you, you would never see it. You and they're still working half time, right? They're still working half time, right? But you would you would be up in arms about and, that. And the owner's making fifty percent of what he normally made. Correct. Still yeah. wouldn't be much. Don't get me wrong, but like you just got to take it in that perspective. You gotta you gotta scale it back. For for these people that are mad, you gotta scale it back and realize these are humans. Plus, baseball money is guaranteed. It's not like the NFL. It's not like the NBA. This is fully guaranteed money. Um, so so back back to the second proposal. 114 games, right? Could defer. Uh, now I see why the the owners didn't like it because more games means I got to pay my players more, and I'm not making as much money because uh, you're getting a ton of money in from from fans being there, concessions, stuff like that, right? Um, so I so I get it. Without fans, it it doesn't quite work out uh, to play more games. But the players want to play more games so they can make close to what they signed for. How do the revenue numbers actually actually pan out between, like, uh, you know, ticket sales, concessions, uh, you know, merchandise within the stadium versus, let's say, TV money? So, from my understanding, um, I think during the regular season, they do so the gate cost so that's ticket sales all, all in-game experience so ticket sales concession sale merchandise inside the stadium uh is split 60 40 between players owners players get it goes into a pool it's 60 percent to the players 40 percent to the owners um for the revenue split now it's my understanding and i i could be wrong 
if it's during the regular season. I know for a fact, during the postseason, all the TV money goes straight to the owners. So postseason numbers where people watch the most baseball on TV because you get the non-fans even watching, um, they get all the TV money. Players see 0% of it. Players see uh, during the wild card and divisional round, they see 50% of the gate fees. Uh, but the way it works, especially whenever you get to the divisional round, is you only get gate 50% of the gate fees for the first three games. So the divisional round is a best out of five. So the minimum games played is three. So for some reason, the way it works is that they'll get 50% of the ticket sales, concession stands, all that. That gets pulled in. Uh, it, it gets into a pool for all the profile. What's your password? Jade Andrew. Uh, that gets pulled in for all the playoff teams. And then, but it, say you get, go to game four and five, all the money goes to the owners. So they're not only making 100% of the TV, they're making 100% of gate fees by game four and five. Ticket prices go up if you're in a game five, right, or a game seven. Ticket prices go up, so the owners make even more money. TV ratings go up because it's game five, right? That's just the divisional round. So the next round, uh, the championship round, it's it's best out of seven. So players get 60% of the gates for the first four games because that's the minimum. Game five, six, and seven, if they play that, go all all to the owners. So and, and that's a that's a ton of money. Like the last three games, if you go to game seven, it's the same for the championship round and the World Series. So you got to think ticket wise. Uh, back in 2016 is, is a very very good one because that one was pretty historic. It's Cleveland Indians who had like a 49 year drought at the time, and the Chicago Cubs who had the 108 year, 100 plus year right drought. Like, if you're a Cubs fan, you're spending ample amount of money to go watch them win a World Series, right? Same, same for those Cleveland fans, right? Uh, you're, those ticket sales were through the roof for Game 7 that the owners got to pocket that none of the players did. And then not only that, so if you want to look at it, for tickets throughout the season and in the playoffs, players have to pay for them. They don't get free tickets for their family members. They have to pay for each ticket. Now, they don't pay full price. They pay the face value for the seat. Uh, they pay the tax for it. So, if it's a uh, say it's a $100 ticket to sit down the right field line, then uh, they would pay the tax of it, which would be like 60%. So, they pay $30 per ticket, right? Uh, now, in a World Series, five, $500 would probably be the face value for, for some tickets. You want multiple family members there. You still have to pay for that. Those tickets are also non-resellable. So Trevor Bauer, he has a video talking about postseason revenues and stuff like that. And in 2016, he said he had tickets for Game 3, Game 4, Game 5 in Wrigley. He played for the Cleveland Indians. They were both in the World Series that year. Game 3, Game 4, Game 5, he spent close to seventeen grand for those tickets for his family members. He did the math and said if he were to resell those tickets for those games... He would have had upwards of $425,000, which is more than he made in total playing that postseason. So so back to the, the postseason numbers, uh, the way it works is that wildcard team plays, right? They, they split the revenue 50-50 for the gates. 
uh, if that wild card, one of the wild card team loses, then they only they're only going to get the percentage of money of the one game that they were at. Now the World Series team obviously gets the most percentage of money, and then it trickles down the World Series loser, then the AL NL championships. It just trickles down from there. Um, but you're talking about so first four game or first four games of the World Series, first four games of the championship series. So that's twelve games from both sides, and then another six another 12 right because it's four division series so what are we looking at now 48 games 50 games in total mm -hmm. yeah so there's a total of 58 50 games that uh, for the postseason revenue split uh it's 50 percent for the first two rounds 60 percent throughout that um and then all that money gets pulled in and then divvied out between the teams so like a team like New York who's going to get more gate fees doesn't get more money just because they're New York rather than a team like Kansas City who would get less money because they're not getting as many fans there. It's evened right? out it, across it's, the it's round. Even, yeah, it's evened out across the round. So, uh, but if you win the World Series, you obviously get the most amount. Now, what that does is all that money goes into a pool and then the players, I think, it, I think it's like 20 players go in and vote how that money is divided. So uh, I think they divided so by not even the whole roster. Not even the whole roster. It's twenty players. And how do they pick the twenty players? I don't know exactly uh, how they pick the twenty players. I would assume that it's probably like representatives in the PA or like your top twenty highest paid players. I don't know for sure. Mm. Um, but this is where it got. Did Jerry Jeter do it by himself when he was in New York? He was the captain. He was the captain. He probably could have done it, but he would have done it fairly. He is the captain. He's the captain. So, he wouldn't have gave A-Rod nothing, though. Goodness gracious. <laughs> 09 was not because of A-Rod. 09 was because of Matsui. Yeah. It's a different it's a different conversation, though. Different conversation. <laughs> um, True, though. So it's it's 20 players that go in, and then they divvy it out. But not only do they divvy out the money to the just the postseason roster, they have to divide it between uh, everybody that, that played for them. So September call-ups, maybe they came in clutch, hit a walk-off to help them clinch like, the, number one, the number one seed. Or a guy that was with him for three months and then got traded, or a guy that was playing really well and then got hurt. Uh, you have to pay for. They have to give money to like the security guards, to the athletic trainers, to the staff doctors, uh, based off this, right? And I think 2017, uh, I think McCullers was like the highest paid out of all of it, and I think he ended up getting like three hundred twenty thousand uh, dollars in total, right? Because of all, all the money that had to be divvied up. What now, did the janitor get? I, again, don't Should've know. Should have gotten paid pretty well. He's having to replace trash cans every day. Janitors for the Astros should have gotten paid a little bit extra. It's because they also probably had to replace brooms because they probably broke those. <laughs> um, but either way, he, he got paid the most there at like $325,000. So you take... You take a guy that's making twenty four million a year. They they get twelve pay periods in MLB, so they get paid every two weeks for six months. They're, so he's bringing home four million dollars a month. Cut that in half. That's like two million dollars a month um, after taxes, right? Now you get to the postseason where you're playing an extra month, especially a World Series team winner. You get you you have to play an extra month at the highest stakes, at the highest level, with the highest stress. And the most you could get is three hundred thousand dollars. 
I mean, that, that, that's pretty absurd to me. Like, I get it. Um, by by then, you want to win a World Series. Like, that is the goal, is to win a World Series. But the amount of money that the owners make from it is absolutely ridiculous because they get all the TV money, which have the highest ratings, and, and then they're still getting half of the freaking... Uh, gate. Gate. I mean, half to 40%. Oh, players are getting 10 extra percent. Like, dude, they're there to see the players, not the owners, yeah. right? Yeah. And I, I don't know... I mean, uh, I mean owner, owners are there to make money. So let yeah. me let me let me come in devil's advocate defend the owners a little bit here. Okay? Uh owners are in the business to make money. They're not in the business to play baseball. Uh there's not a single baseball owner out there other than maybe Derek Jeter um who is in the business because it's baseball. They're in the business to make money. Right. And so uh, I get it, you know, and and there's a reason that you go out and you you try to get the best players, or you don't, and you try to do the money ball scenario or whatever it is, right? Uh, whatever your strategy is, to to basically maximize revenue and minimize cost. That's what they're trying to do. As businessmen, that's what they're supposed to do, right? And so I don't fault them for that. So I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna vilify the uh, the owners here. Um, I, I'm also not gonna vilify the players. So, so we got the proposal from the owners that the players hated. We got the proposal from the players that the owners hated. Yeah. What's next? Uh, so right now, it, what it looks like is that it, one they want to get a deal done, right? Players don't want to go throughout the season without getting paid at all. Owners want to still make some sort of money, even if it's less than what they're going to make, and nobody wants to not have baseball. I think I think that's pretty much where we're at right now, is that everybody's on board to have baseball. It's just about money, right? Um, and, and what I what I think that the last topic that was said was anywhere between like fifty and sixty games, which is going to sound like a weird number, but I'll, we'll get there. Uh, possible playoff expansion. So I think another team comes in and then the one seed gets a bye and gets to pick who he plays not 100% sure how that all would work out Okay. Uh, if it's like a one team or a two team there's two wild cards that go in right I don't know for sure how that's going to all work out I am I'm, uh, the <sighs> little small tangent can't stand Manford he's been trying to push for more playoff extensions I hate it I get it everybody wants it playoff money's ridiculous because it's more exciting whatever anyway I, I'm I, sorry a one game series is not exciting to me yeah no not in baseball like it's it, it's it, a, if we want to get on that tangent yeah and talk the wild card expansion I was not against the wild card expansion other than the fact that one game that it needed to be a three game series and uh, the winner has to play the next day I mean, if yeah. you play all three games, you're just going to have to play the next day. Yeah, I, You know, so, if you don't want to get in that situation, win your division. Bingo. And, uh, you know, the, the thing for me with expanding the wild card and adding an extra wild card team, as a fan of the New York Yankees, looking at the American League East and how it was stacked forever, yeah, you had anymore. New York, Toronto, Boston, Tampa, and Boston. Tor Toronto or, and Baltimore kind of flipped depending on yeah, what right, personality they right. had. Right? But, yeah. uh, but you always had like you always had like four teams that were in the hunt. In the hunt 
and always you had three teams that had better records than the rest of Major League Baseball. 100%. You know, then, well, then at least right. teams that were getting in the playoffs, right? right? Especially and, like and they were getting NL left Central out. teams or AL Central yeah, teams at the yeah. time. Yeah, and, and they were getting left out. And so I felt like the, uh, the wild card expansion was important for, for that reason, mm-hmm. but I felt like it should have been a three-game series. Right. And I'll, I'll stop there. Yeah. I'll get off my soapbox. So, so adding, adding one or two more teams to the playoffs, I... I don't know how exactly it'd get done, because um, because not even in college baseball do you have just a one game series. Like it doesn't work that way. Div- Division one college baseball has a tournament where it's set with series, um, and and you would think that you know if you want to make it more like college baseball, you'd kind of model it that way, right? Uh-huh. There's a there's a big thing of like the NCAA not modeling it after the NFL, and and now it's kind of like the opposite where. You're trying to integrate more teams, okay? Then you got to model it after the NCAA. Right. Um, Double elimination tournament. Let's go. Yeah. So, but besides that, it, it's gonna it's gonna bring in a lot more money, especially to the owners, because you got to think no gate fees for for the players. I don't know how they're gonna divide up divide up playoff money now because they're not getting paid extra for the playoffs. Um, but that's what they want to get to. Why why they're doing 50 or 60 games this year is because they have to have a set amount of games to get to the postseason. If you if you play like 40 games in the MLB, you don't have a postseason. That that's uh, that's just what it is. Uh, it's written in 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 the rules. It's somewhere. in the collective bargaining yeah, agreement, collective probably. Bargain, yeah. yeah. So I think I think the number is is right around 60 games. Um, so to me, the way I think it's going to go is that. Hundred percent. They're they're gonna have a season this year. They're gonna have it at the minimum amount to have a postseason, and then they're gonna have to split up TV money. That's yeah. the only way I see it happening. But I see it happening. So fifty to sixty games. Do fully some prorated too. Do fully prorated. Do some sort of uh, revenue share on the TV money, and uh, and and then you think that we'll get a baseball season. Yeah, and honestly, like. I can kind of see doing an expanded playoffs for this year because playing 60 games in a year, the Orioles could get hot for 30 of them. Right. Which is wild because they're probably the worst team in baseball right now. But they could get hot, you know? Yeah. Yeah. In a a short season like this, I mean, baseball is all about ups and downs and who can get hot and stay hot, you know? If the Orioles get hot and stay hot for like 20 games, guess what? They might be a playoff team. Yeah, I mean, how many how many times do you see a bad team go on, go on, go on an eight-game winning streak? Uh, you know? Take the 2001 A's, 21-game win streak. Yeah. Everyone thought they were really good. Guess what? Knocked out. Yeah. By, by who again? Um, let me see here. Uh, 2000, 2000, yeah. That, oh. Is, they were pinstripes, right? Yeah, it's, it's the Yankees. Yeah. Oh, wait. Did, oh, what, wasn't there like a famous play when that happened? Uh, yeah, was it called the the, it's the, flip. the flip? It's the flip. It was the flip. It's the flip. Yeah, who was involved in that play again? Uh, the captain. The captain. And hip hip. Hooray! Can we do that again? Hip hip. Hooray! Uh, it's a little, little, little slap in the face to those A's fans. Still love you. Glad you're listening. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, yeah, we love you and your money ball. But I'm gonna be biased to my Yankees. Anyway, uh, but like expanding a playoff like makes sense in, in that aspect, especially like you you take a team like a good team, like say the Dodgers get on a little bit of a cold streak, but that's definitely the best team in the National League, mm-hmm. hands down. And if they get on a little bit of a cold streak at the wrong time, 
and they don't make quite the playoffs thing, but you know you, they should be in it over the Giants. Yeah, the I, Giants are gonna. The Giants are not gonna be good this year. No. But if the Giants make the playoffs because they barely win the division, and the Dodgers are second place in that division because they started getting hot, and then they don't make it because they didn't fit the wild card. Like that, I understand. Yeah, we're gonna expand it. Get it, like I get it. Like this, this championship is probably not gonna mean a lot. Don't get me wrong. It's the same thing for the NBA. Same thing for the NHL. Like it's gonna have an asterisk beside it, unlike 2017, which still doesn't make sense. Another topic, another day. But. <laughs> I mean, I would rather have the Dodgers in than a poorly played Giants team, you know? Yeah, ab- absolutely. And, I mean, how many times do we see it where, you know, you know, we have the old adage in baseball, uh, you can't you can't win a, a pennant in, in April, but you can lose it. Uh, but how many times has a team come out of April in last place? Maybe they're maybe they're out of first by like five games. Nationals this last but, year, I think we're nineteen and thirty-one to start. Yeah, and then and then next thing you know, they they turn it on, they get hot at the end of the season. I mean, that nineteen and thirty-one could blow your whole season. Oh yeah, you know, nineteen and thirty-one, you're you're well, you you're, can't even you're you're fifty even, games you in. You can't even get to you're, you're fifty you can't games even in. Get to even? No, you can't even get to five hundred. Exactly, you're done by then. Yeah, and so. It's a real big thing to, to get hot and stay hot, you know? Yeah. I mean, all, all, all jokes aside, like, this is honestly has helped a lot of unhealthy players right now, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah, we'll take advantage of that a little bit with correct, Judge and, yeah. and uh, Glaber. Yep. Yep. I mean, this this the, this break has, has benefited, like, guys coming off rehab right now, which is good for, for some teams and not good for others. Um but, but through a season, I, I think it'd be pretty much the same way, honestly. You take not having Aaron Judge for the first half of the season, then he gets here. This would be the time to get hot. Exactly. This is the time exactly. to get hot. Well, June, we, July, right after the All-Star break. Year, right? I right mean, after we, the All-Star break. And well, now we, we, were hot. we, we, we were actually rolled roll through April with replacement players. Yeah. And and still. April, May, and June, April, July. May, June, yeah. We rolled through the half of the season there with. October. With. Uh, Replacement players. What what did we have? Like 21, 21 guys hit the DL in April. I in so. in April, twenty something. Yeah. Which is. I think it may have even been more than twenty five. It may have been it, more than a full roster. It might have been. Yeah. It was it was a ridiculous amount. It was a crazy number. Yeah. Something something that you just don't ever see. Now, if that happens this year again, to any team, it's going to be detrimental. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it, it's yeah. just it's not going to work if you're not healthy. For even ten games, I mean, I and that that's something else that's going to go on. What happens to the DL? Well, do oh, you, do you, so do you so put yeah, people on a fifteen game DL? Do you, you can't do a sixty game DL and expect a player to be like he's done. Yeah. So and here's the other side of it, right? So now we're talking. Okay, so we've talked about money and everything. What about roster expansion? So we've got triple A, double A, single A not playing. Yeah. We've got minor leaguers not playing. Right. What are those guys doing to stay ready? In case somebody on that twenty-five man roster goes down, right? And uh, well, I think they're talking about possibly doing an expanded roster too. Okay, maybe go to the forty-man. Probably go to the forty-man, maybe even a fifty-man. Wow. Okay. Just in case. Yeah. But at the same time, like, how do you know those those fifty are going to be the right guys? Like, yeah, you're, you're not watching them. He didn't have spring right. training to to see, exactly. right? Exactly. Which, fingers crossed, it's Jason Dominguez, and he comes up as a sixteen-year-old. Faces Justin Verlander in the ALCS and just hits a grand slam in the black seats and erupts four game sweep, deuces Astros, and then we go win twenty eight. Anywho, 
I just I had a dream. The kid's a monster. Switch switch hitting seventeen year old that just rakes. Oh man, he rakes. Oh man. For you those guys... of you who don't know baseball terminology, rakes. Just think about what it could mean. He rakes. Yeah. I I am like as a Yankee fan, I'm not too worried. Uh, about something like that, but I could see uh, other fans. I'm not like either. Uh, but I mean, other I, other other teams like this. This is a huge issue for for teams, you know. Yeah. You know, like take take uh, take the Dodgers right now, whose farm system's kind of depleted after all these trades. Mm-hmm. They really want a season two because guess what? They don't get Mookie Betts after this year. It's not guaranteed. Right. He's right. he's done. No matter what this season, if it happens or not, Mookie Betts is a free agent at the end of this year. Right. And they gave up a ton, yep, a ton to get him. Yeah, they did. So yeah, they did, and got David Price, and got David Price, which, which is giving up a ton. <laughs> only when he plays the Yankees. Oh, <laughs> uh, David Price was my favorite Red Sox. He was. He was. Same with uh, oh, what's his name? Started with a B. Had like greasy hair. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Ah. Uh. Started with a B, didn't it? Buckholtz? Oh. Something like that. Oh. Was it Buckholtz? No. I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember. That'll get scratched, don't worry. Okay. But So, yeah, David Price is my favorite Red Sox. That, yeah. That's. Um, yeah, maybe it was Buckholtz. I think so. Clay Buckholtz. Clay. Clay Buckholtz. That's right, it was, yes. Okay. Yeah. Play ball calls, yeah. But yeah, th- this year, I think we're gonna get there though. Players want to play, owners want to make money. This is the only way to do it. Fans want to watch. Yeah. Real baseball fans want to watch. Oh yeah. Let let's uh, let's talk about baseball fandom for a minute. Yep. Talk about why we want to watch so much. Um, what is the longest? The, the most number of innings you've watched consecutively on television. Consecutively People on television? People talk about they can't watch uh, baseball I, on TV. I, I would say 18. 18. I think 18 is like my memory. Uh, Astros, Cardinals, back in 2004. Yep. 2004? Astros, Cardinals, yep. Is that 04? No, 05. Oh, that was 05. the 05 one, 05. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep, Astros, Cardinals, that was a good one. Um, <laughs> yeah, that ball still hasn't landed. Jeez. <laughs> Pujols, man. Oh, man. Back then. Was that Brad Lidge? Uh, Brad Lidge. Yeah, yep. sorry, sorry about that. That ruined Brad Lidge's career. Yeah. Uh, Brad Lidge oh, was a... Goodness, though. That uh, shut down closer back then until, until that oh, happened, and man. then it was all over. They talk about a freaking machine, though. Like, he has, he has he's earned that, the right to be called the machine for a reason. Yeah. Yeah, and then he went out to the Angels, and... Uh, you know that's where good players go to die. Angel, Angels and and Padres. I swear, right. people only sign big contracts to go there to retire. That's I'm, it. I'm, Which I'm, really doesn't make sense because of I'm, income tax. But yeah, I, I, <laughs> I'm thinking this though, man. Uh, I expected the Angels to be good this year. Good. Yeah, only With only because Madden? no, no. Yeah, that is literally the only reason why. If they still had Sosha, I would say nah. Still. Oh yeah, but the Angels are going to be dangerous this year. Oh yeah. The the only issue is they still don't have starting pitching. They have they have Otani, but they no. really don't have depth in pitching. Still. That's true. That's true. I, and that that's where they. But lack. how do you have Albert Pujols, yep. the best player in baseball? Yep. Uh, Justin, guys like Cole Calhoun, Justin Upton, Justin Upton. Uh, they got 
Andrelton Simmons, who's the best defensive shortstop. Absolutely. Um, who is? I don't know. I, I want to say Ian Kensler is their second baseman too. Is he? I want to say that, but I could be wrong. But uh, then you just signed Anthony Rendon for mm-hmm. two hundred forty-five million dollars. Uh, no, I I was picking them to win the AL West this oh, year. Oh yeah. Let's see here. So my my longest um, consecutive watching of innings is twenty five, and it was uh, Texas versus Boston College in oh, this the is a college game. College game, Texas versus Boston College in the two thousand nine Texas Regional, twenty five innings. Austin Wood, the closer, pitched nine innings in that game and got the win. Texas won the game three to two. Wow. Yeah. That's ridiculous. It was crazy. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, that's probably the most consecutive innings I've watched, and it's a three to two ball game. And, and like to me, big offense is nice, but I love a rubber match. Oh, I do too. I love you know I and not 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 only that like I love it whenever. A, a guy squares a ball up, it's a one hopper up the middle, and then you have a guy like Andrelton Simmons diving out of nowhere, throwing from a knee. Like that to me is like one of the most beautiful things in this world. Absolutely. I, I, uh, I don't. For me, one of the most beautiful things in the world is is a properly turned uh, six four three. I love it. I just love to watch it every time. Just boom, boom, boom. Yeah, it's. Uh, it, I don't know. It's like unimaginable, like to think of of something like that. Like a hail mary is nice, but that's like a walk off home run, right? Yeah. Uh, it's great. And it's great to see. It's it's a great show. I still love it. Mm-hmm. But like a great defensive play, like good pitch was yeah. just thrown, good bat on ball was just made, and then an even better play made. Like you just can't you can't get any better than right. that. And and those kinds of plays happen in games where it's like a one run game. Or it's a pitcher's duel, or you have somebody throwing a no-no. You'll see plays like that. Uh, the defense steps up when a guy's got a no-no going. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy the plays that these guys make uh, compared to whenever the pitcher's giving up three runs and and they're just out there playing routine. You know, if that pitcher's on fire, those guys are behind him battling for every single out. Sorry, I'm trying to find who played the most second base for them last year. Jeez, uh, they only won 72 games last year. Yes. They finished fourth place in the West. They have the best player in baseball. No, and he just re-signed with them. And I go, what? Massive like, amount of money. I, I, I'm like, dude, I, I know you, you got the money and everything, but... Don't you want to win? Yeah. Don't you want to win? Uh, I don't okay, know. so Kensler didn't did not play with them last year. Okay. I think he actually might have retired. I he like started. I I, I want to say that like they started off with Listella and they went with Refugio and him back and forth. Okay. Like and then they ended the year. I guess it's September. Call up Fletcher. Hmm. Um. So second second base is probably still up in the air for them, but like. Your third base is secure this year. 
Yeah. Your first base is a cure. Uh-huh. Um, Who's playing Sarah Bill for them? The, the best, best fucking player yeah. in baseball. Yeah. And, he, and he's got weapons around him. That I, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, like in the lineup. He's protected in the lineup. Yep. I just, you know, for me, I... Look, I respect the guy for staying in L.A. Yep. And and sticking to the team he's been with his whole career. So hats off to him for that. Yeah. Um, but I I I wouldn't do it. No. I wouldn't do it. No. Uh, no, I, I'd have taken less money and gone to New York. But I, I would have taken less money and gone to New York. I would have crossed the street yeah. and played for the Dodgers. I would have, uh, I mean... There's a lot of places I would have gone with a chance to win, yeah. you know? It just seems like I, I the get, Angels he, don't he, have a chance. He wants, to, he wants to build his reputation there, and, and they do have a good chance with Joe Madden. Now but... they have a good chance, but when he signed that contract, they didn't have Joe Madden. No. So, uh, but yeah, and maybe that was part of the deal, right? Yeah, like he's hey. he's like, hey, look, I'll re-sign with you guys, but you better go get me a manager. Yeah, but they also try to get Garrett Cole, and look what happened. Yeah. <laughs> Think about that. Think about that. They can't even recruit a guy that lived there. I know. Like, he's from Southern California. Well, Didn't same thing could be said about Mike Trout. He's from Jersey. Yeah, but he's a he's an Eagles fan. He'd probably rather be a Phillies guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's weird. He's yeah. Mike Trout. He is Mike Trout, the weatherman. The weatherman. Um, yeah. So, what else? What else are we talking about? I... Let's get a baseball season. Let's, let's let's get a baseball season. Let's get a baseball season. That's that's all I care about. Let's yep. see some baseball. Let's crack open some cold beers, gather around the TV, and watch some good baseball. I You're, mean, my my whole thing, my whole thing this off season. Big big Yankee fan right here. I was counting down the days until I got to see Garrett Cole pitch in pinstripes. Like it's it's I haven't been this excited for a free agent signing. Oh, yeah. hmm. probably since 2003 with Matsui. That's like legit. A, a, a good, like a free agent signing. Guys that weren't with us before or through trades. Like, I haven't been that excited since then. Yeah, I mean. And we've, and uh, we've fallen pretty flat in our face for a lot of those, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, Tanaka, Tanaka was good, but I wasn't, like, super hyped about him. Yeah, I, I wasn't either. Uh, uh, I take that back. CC Sabathia. That was gonna C- say CC. I was pretty excited. I was for thinking CC, uh, but was I as ex- yeah? I probably was, I was as pr- excited I probably as was, Garrett yeah. Cole. Yeah, or it, so, just a so little what, of that two, luster wore off. But two thousand eight. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Eight? No. Two thousand eight off season. We had his first year was 09. Okay. We won the World Series. Yeah. Yeah. Because he was with. Uh, Milwaukee Indians. then for no because oh. no, he had just gotten traded. That's right. And then he had Milwaukee took Milwaukee to the playoffs. Yep, yep. And then was done after that's that. That's right. That's, that's another right. Southern California guy that neither LA team could get. Yeah, yeah. Who still Be- lived in SoCal? Yeah. No, no. NorCal, Oakland. He's an Oakland guy. Is he an Oakland guy? Yeah. Uh, either way, he's a he's a he's a West Coaster. Yeah. Um. Pretty sure he's an Oakland guy. But I mean, he he was a big part of getting Garrett Cole too. Was mm-hmm. it's different here? Yeah, it's different here. It's different. Media's big. Media's big. Media's big in New York. You can't escape it wherever you go. No, but Garrett Cole. Whatever a guy you that's do was under a micro under a microscope. Yeah. But 
Yeah, I mean, that's I don't... the thing. Hey, think of, think about this. The Astros didn't have him in 2017. They had him right. the last two years and still couldn't get it done. Yeah, we're gonna show Garrett Cole what it takes to get it done. We haven't we haven't had an ace we since haven't had CC an ace. was there in what 2012 yeah. was probably the last time he was an ace. Oh, probably even earlier than that, honestly. No, I think 12. He was still an ace, maybe. Yeah, 12. 12 was like we we honestly could have done. 10, 11, and 12 winning. Thir- yeah. 13 was a yeah, year that... Have a, it, yeah. I'm going to be nice. Well, okay, so 12, 12, 12 was twelve was a little tough because we didn't have a closer. Yeah. Right? And then 13, we didn't have Jeter because we didn't have a closer because we shouldn't have been in the situation to play in extra innings where he breaks his ankle. Right. Like, we shouldn't have been there. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why... I don't like Kauffman Stadium. Fits your warning track. That's where that's where Mariano tore his ACL. Yeah. We digress. We do. We digress a lot. It's uh, it's all important stuff though. Yeah. I mean, if anything, this shows you how passionate we are. We're I not mean, talking closets and hats. No. So I think we're doing all right. Yeah. We're, we're still talking baseball. Yeah, we're pretty transparent. I think I think honestly, like we. We really care about a season. This isn't this isn't us trying to push for the Yankees to win twenty eight. Honestly, like winning twenty eight this year is is ideal. Don't get me wrong. But it doesn't feel like. But it 28. doesn't feel like twenty eight. It feels I just like twenty seven like, and a half. Right. It feels like we just need to go back to some normalcy. And I want to see Garrett Cole and Pinstripes. That's another thing. I think we all need yeah. a little bit of normalcy. Correct. In our lives. Yeah. We've all been through. Um, by the way, I want a football season too. Yeah, I, mean, I want a football season. Hundred percent. I'm not. I mean, I'm a baseball fan. Yeah, hundred percent. But I want to see football too. So we'll uh, we, we should, get we back should to do it. another I, show I, about the football stuff. I, I actually have one coming up. Uh, whenever we get a little bit close to that, UT football with okay. uh, special guest Ryan Solis. Okay. Uh, he he's a pretty he's a pretty big uh, UT nerd. He's, he's he, a big he, UT fan. Yeah. yeah he he's... he knows it down by the recruits. Um, I mean, kind kind of like how I am with with Yankees. Like I just yeah. I just spit off like our last big free agency is all the way da- dating back to two thousand three, and I can go further back if we need to. But um, not only that, but minor leaguers that are likely going to be big names. And okay, Jason Dominguez is. <laughs> if, if you don't know Jason Dominguez and, and you're a baseball fan. I am honestly surprised. You honestly, you don't have Twitter. You don't have any social media, which is surprising at this time. That kid is just, I, I don't know. He was built in the lab, I swear. I swear he was built in the lab. The guy is massive. Elon smashes. Musk built him. Elon Musk is an alien, but that's another another topic for another day. But yeah, we. I mean, I, I think at this point, players know, owners know, fans want this, and if we don't get it, you're gonna lose a lot more than you expect. Like diehards are gonna be here no matter what. Like you scrap the season, I'm gonna be mad. Don't get me wrong. Probably won't buy any merchandise next year as my little boycott. I'm still gonna watch games. Yeah, I'm still, I'm still gonna want. I will like, say that I'm not gonna buy any merchandise or anything, but I'm still gonna watch games. I'm. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm still I'm gonna still... probably travel and like if, yeah. if fans if fans are allowed back in stadiums next year, I'm gonna go watch games. Like yeah. it, it hurts me. Like I make at least one trip to go watch. A, a major league baseball game, whether it's local between Rangers and Astros, 
or uh, I'm traveling somewhere and I gotta go. I gotta go see a new stadium. Like that. That's that's my goal is to have at least one trip where I'm going to watch professional baseball, and I don't get to do that this year. And it, it really hurts because um, I like getting getting a different seed and everything. Um, yeah, it was great. The game a couple years ago when we went to the Nats game. Yeah, that was a yeah, great yeah, experience. Really, I talked to. I, I'm Nats pretty Rose. sure. I'm pretty sure. Me. Danny and Steven are the reason why Yelich won the MVP. Like we we did yeah. make him win the MVP. Yeah, we 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 had we got him his all head. Night. Yeah, and he's like, you know what? I'm going to show you. I'm the best player. We and told from there him on. Boom! He turned it on. Guess what? We you're, told you're him welcome, he Yelich. sucked every him. half inning. And by the end of that game, he went home and he reflected about how much he sucked, and then he just turned it around. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I love Christian Yelich, but we we're there in DC. Bought a Nats hat. I was a Nats fan that day. Yeah, and he didn't really turn and talk to us. Adam Eaton though, big Adam shout out Eaton. to that guy. Shout Adam out to Eaton. Adam Eaton. Had a conversation with that guy. Awesome dude. He would not tell me where Bryce Harper was signing, which kind of upset me. Bryce was a little far. I know he heard me. I know he heard me because I asked him. But he did overrule a umpire's call for yeah. us, yeah, which we're did. not going to say which way it went because, you know, it might get some people in trouble. But. Hey, uh, he he was right about the call. I, he I was right was, about the call, and it was about Yelich. It was about Yelich. Yeah. So uh, shout out to Adam Eaton. You're a yep. good dude. Great dude. I like you. I like you too, uh, Yelich. Yep. We we good yelled at too. you the whole time that you sucked, and you took it like a man. And uh, good. And then you, good and for then you, you won an MVP. And then you won an MVP. So close to winning a second one. I was rooting off. for you over Bellinger. Bellinger, well deserved. Don't get me wrong. Uh, plus, we uh, we are trying to model my younger son's swing after you. Slightly, slightly. Not exactly, of course, but uh, he. Yeah, uh, but he, I mean, a lot of the, lot of the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We got a big lefty. Yeah, big big lefty. Um. We're gonna have to wrap up because I need more beer. Yep. Me too. Um. But yeah, that. that I think we're gonna have a baseball season this year. I think everybody knows the importance of it. Um, and I think they're going to – I mean, we've been at peace. The Players Association and the owners have been at peace for, what, 25, 26 years now? Yeah. Since 94. We, we haven't needed baseball this bad since 2001. Yeah. You know, after September 11th, uh, whenever baseball came back, it's what we needed to start the healing process. It's what we need now. Uh, let's let's get some baseball and let's start healing. Yep, I totally agree. Go Yankees. <laughs> Go Yankees. Well, Danny, uh, thank you for joining me. Yeah, um, thanks for having me on. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm really glad we finally got the opportunity to do this. Um, yeah, it was great. Well, uh, thank you guys for for listening. Um, go get yourself some beer and let's watch some baseball. Yeah, let's do it.